Oh my oh. god. Tell me. All right, cool. All right, we ready? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't record me burping. Oh, I did that again. Look at that. Oh, look oh. at us, man. It's too soon, man. Oh, too soon. Let's take that off. Oh, man. Rewind. Rewind. See, because we were giving him a tease. That's all. Oh, man. Hey, guys. Did you miss us? Oh, man. It's been a while since we've been back on this microphone, man. I hope that people uh, miss us. This is a very early show. We, 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 are, we do apologize that we didn't give you guys any forewarning that we were doing a, set, a Sunday morning special. Uh, me and Frankie are taking you to church this evening. Yeah, it ended up <laughs> this evening. It's, this, it's morning. this morning. This morning. <laughs> no, so it, it was tough because last week was Mother's Day, and then you, you you were traveling. So yes. I was like, we couldn't we couldn't squeeze everything in. But the good thing is, is that you know we're yeah we're yeah. able to uh, come back in the mix. Come man. Back. We're doing come it back. early because I have an engagement that I have to go to in this you know early afternoon. That's right. That's right. So Frankie has um he's taking tap dancing classes. Yeah, he wants to be the next yeah. Tony Danza, Gregory Hines, Gregory Hines, Sammy Davis Sammy Jr. Davis. Yeah, he he he's been working on it. Um, his feet look really good, really quick feet. Oh yeah, quick feet. I mean, like <laughs> that's because I have a like a half inch vertical leap. Ah, so, so I mean, it just it's works. Astounding! Out. It's so unexpected. No one ever sees it coming. <laughs> Dude, look, man, we, we we hop on here, and one of my one of my one of my boys is on DJ Star Somatic. Man, nice seeing you. He actually had a gig down in Baltimore. Oh, where? Yeah, he, so he called me up. In Baltimore? And, yeah, that's where that's where he, he grew up, and he was like, you know, <laughs> you know, do you have anything? I tossed him a couple of tracks, and y'all, yeah, I, he killed it. Oh, nice, nice, man. Well, shout out to him, man, and shout out to Baltimore. Yeah, he um, we actually used to work together when I worked for the publishing company. Yeah, we used to work together, and every time they had um, like the conference calls, I was their IT guy. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Oh man, well it feels good to be back in the mix. Um, how was your trip? Oh man, so yeah, uh for those that don't know, uh once I want to I want to say once again, um happy Mother's Day to all the people who celebrated Mother's Day last week. Um you guys heard us on the last podcast. We appreciate all of you beautiful mothers out there. Um in fact, oh, and shout out to my awesome mother-in-law. She actually hit me up right before we was about to record um to tell me that she really thought our conversation dealing with that deaf topic that you brought up um was very insightful and was well handled and she says you you mentioned the importance of life insurance, but I forgot to mention the importance of setting up a will as well to make sure that things go according. You better listen you want to her. It. So yeah, she's one thousand percent correct. So thanks, mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that that happened right before the show started. Literally right before. <laughs> and, and you're like, what's going to be the first topic we're going to talk about? Well, guess what? Yeah, my mom made the show. Yeah, she, <laughs> she started it off for us. That's good. That's, That's good. awesome. But yeah, um, went on a business trip to Charlotte, North Carolina. How you doing out there, Charlotte? Um, that was an unexpected trip, um, but I, I got the great opportunity. Uh, my boss, unfortunately, he had a conflict for a different conference. He had a 10, and he says, hey, uh, Rashawn, I need you to pinch hit and go to this conference. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me rearrange my life and go. Um, but, yeah, it was a, it actually, you know, it, it didn't go exactly the way I expected it to go. I went in with different expectations. Yeah, we, um, because you're probably looking for a specific something, and yeah. and the and, and that happens a lot. I mean, yeah. I went to conferences where, like, I did an AWS one, and it was all supposed to be about EC2, right? Yeah, okay. And, and then I was like, when are they going to start this? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And there, there was no breakdowns, like similar to what you were telling me. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't we didn't exactly. go into any of the labs, and I was like, I just wasted a whole yeah. day on this thing. And that's the thing. I like the conferences where you have the breakout sessions, and you get to network with other people, and you get to collaborate. But this was more, and I get it. They they positioned it. You know, they haven't had a conference in over two years because of the pandemic. 
So this was sort of like their coming together meeting to like, hey, guys, during those two years where we didn't see each other, this is what we did. And they kind of covered a lot about their acquisitions and their growth and forecasting what they see for the future. But it was just a lot of that. And I wanted to kind of go there to take something back with me to leadership. But conference overall, was it was good. I got to meet Danica Patrick. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, she actually gave a great uh, speech. She, she spoke about her life story. For those that don't know, Danica Patrick is one of the uh, few female NASCAR race drivers. Uh, she was racing since she was, uh, I think, 10 years old. And she basically went over her whole life story about how she got into racing, you know, how her dad got her into it and her whole growth through NASCAR. And believe it or not, she's like, again, the only female driving against all these men you know, yeah. been driving professionally and she had a very successful career. And um, she even talked about post NASCAR. Like, you know, she did it. I think she retired. I think she said 2019 was her last race. And uh, she opened up a vineyard. She got a vineyard vineyard out in Napa Valley. And she oh, has nice. her, she makes her own wine now. And she just basically her whole uh, speech was just basically about being driven. No pun intended. Yeah, right. Uh, but like, <laughs> but it was just about being driven and being a woman overcoming the odds in a male-dominated industry and setting yourself apart. And and she said most of her career, she never tried to single herself out as like I'm a woman and I'm different from everybody else. She kind of just right. felt like I'm a. I just love the race. Like she didn't look at it like treat me differently because I'm a, a female. Right. She just had a mindset of I love what I do and this is what I'm gonna do. So shout out to her. Um, and then she said later on in her career, she was like, wait a minute, this is pretty unique that I'm a woman. I need to embrace this. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you know, they feared her. Yeah, yeah. She was a she was a shark out there. Yeah. She was aggressive. She knew when to. And and I give a, a I have a whole newfound respect for NASCAR racers because um, when I was out there, the reception hall was at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. That's nice. So we got to walk through that whole museum in Charlotte and look at the the actual stock cars that were driven during those championship runs by uh, what's his name? Um, Jimmy Johnson. Is it Jimmy mm-hmm. Johnson? I think his name is uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale Earnhardt Sr., Buddy King. We got to see their actual cars that they drove and won. And you got to even see the makeup of these cars. And Frankie, these cars are just a skeleton. They're sitting in like a box. Yeah. And the engine these powerful engines that propel these cars go 240 miles an hour. It's a, it's, it's a, a cover. Yeah. It's and a, it's, and, yeah. And, and it, the engine and your seat. That's it. That's it. It's Fred. It's basically the Flintstones, uh, skeleton on steroids, but <laughs> in a Lamborghini, like, it's oh, yeah, it's, but, and you know that those, they have to take them apart after every race. Yeah. Everything, the whole engine have to come Bro, apart to clean it out. Oh their, yeah. Their seatbelt and how they secure themselves. It's almost like a straight jacket. It's yeah. like nine points of like, of how they, you know, get sealed into the seat or whatever like that. It's literally, they locked in there and it's like the temperature gets up to like 150 degrees because the engine heat, there's no air conditioning in there. See, I can't do it. I know, me and you would die of sweat. I I'd wouldn't be, be able to see I'd, the road. I'd be so thin. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. It'd be like a sauna for me and you. I, I'd walk in, I, I walk in weighing what I weigh now, walk out weighing. First, how are we getting in the car, less. Frankie? How are we getting in the car? That, well, the whole the whole <laughs> show has to be out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have to build the car around us. Yeah, so I, 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 they, they got to let me sit in. They, <laughs> Get the bungee cord seatbelts, yeah. right? And then they got to just start building around this. And then, and then they get the, you're gonna see the rest of the crew, the pit crew, Yo. come and just drop, drop the cape, the, the shell over me. It is small, like it is a tight spot, man. I'm gonna say, I'm, the I'm, doors like, are open. You go through the window. Sponsor for me have yeah. to be Michelin. Oh yeah, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> hey, it's gonna have to be Michelin. You stupid. Like, you know, I, the I mean, Michelin like, tire. Yeah, man. absolutely. <laughs> hey, look, 
Look what we did to wow, him. Look at <laughs> we got him in there. Oh man, but no, it was it was just very interesting. I have a definitely a, a newfound. I never watched NASCAR. Like I would catch oh, the I race watch every it. once in a while, but it's like a five hour race. Like who wants? I can't watch people go in a circle for five hours. But you do realize the mental, you know, strain that they under to drive that fast and that quick for for that long period of time. I can't even stay on a highway. For that longer period yeah, we of time, just, without I want to pull over. We we discussed your driving already. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you give me two hours on the road, I'm like, all right, listen. Somebody's gonna somebody's die. Somebody's gotta gonna die. Somebody's <laughs> like, gonna die. I would not be. I would. I'd be better at destruction derby than I would be in NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, uh, cool time. And we oh, they had a motion simulator, right, where you could pretend that you're a NASCAR driver and drive with other people, and. We got in these these motion simulators, and it was a train wreck. It was destruction derby. Everybody was colliding with each other because you 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 think for the outside looking in, I know how to drive on the highway. I drive on a Garden State Parkway in New Jersey. Like how hard could driving a NASCAR be? <laughs> It'll get you. Oh yeah, we were colliding like crazy. But overall, interesting trip. But you know, it was exhausting. It was a, it was a long day. When I went down to Florida, I went. I did those. Um... The indoor racing cars. Um, what oh, yeah, it? like uh, go-kart racing? The, like the go-kart racing. Oh, I love that. But it's the uh, Mario Andretti go-kart racing. Ooh, right? those are the ones that go 65, I think. You know, those, well, so here's what happened. Oh, so, God. So <laughs> my buddy and I, we had the conference together. Oh, boy. So he, I'm like, listen, man, I don't like losing. Yeah. He goes, me either. Yeah, man. So he's like, all right. So now when they first opened it, it was like the indoor track where you go up, you go down, like yeah. two floors. But it also went outside and came back in. Oh, that's nice. So I was I like, like oh, that. this is great. That's great. So the first set of rules is like, people. Don't gonna, bump each other. If, you got, if you're going to race, be sure you have enough space yes. to, to pass them up. And yeah. they're explaining everything. Bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> the minute they said that, I looked at him. He looked at me. Yo, it was personal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beef was established. <laughs> to the point that we take off. Yeah. Mind you, he's in the front. Yeah, like, you, he's like number three. I'm like the last guy. Yeah, yo, I'm passing people. Off. Shoo, shoo, shoo. They're like, slow down, yeah, slow yeah, down. Yeah, They're yeah, waving yeah, the hands, know. and then I get to one cur- one. It was like a hairpin, bro. When that thing went like it tilted, like if I was on, oh, only on man, one yeah, side, it started lifting. All you saw was they t- they turned on all the lights, like um the the like the the amber light to slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that one's on me. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, get through the bend. Uh huh. And like, dude, you can't drive that fast. I we don't these cars are not regulated yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. drive that fast. We yeah. opened up like like there was like maybe a week before. I'm like, all right, I won't. Man, when I saw my friend get like in front of me, oh, it was, was on. Like, it was on. Yo, we started we started racing to the point that we were we were like drifting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drifting together. Like, and the guys at the end were like, we were gonna start yelling at you guys, but you guys were having so I much know, fun. Like, like two little but, kids. But you're banned from pl- from driving again. Oh, nice. So the, the very first day, first race, we got banned. Oh, man. I had a similar experience. My boy Flips, Um, he had a birthday party in Elizabeth. And it's a spot called, I think it's called Velocity or something like that. And um, we went there, and it was go-kart racing. And I already knew it was going to be bad. So it was my boy Flips and I think, uh, I think some of his friends and a few other people. And it's similar to what you were saying, Frankie. Whenever you start, there's like no bumping of the of the go karts. Like you you can't bump each other, and when you bump each other, they have what they call the black flag. Right. They will wave the black flag, and it would basically like tell, signal everybody slow down or stop bumping. It was mm-hmm. like warning. 
Bro, they waved that black flag the whole race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were going because we were, like, aggressively hitting. We were all trying to be first. It was, they was, yo, they was like, yo, this is team black flag. This is team yeah. black flag. Like, no, we were a mess, but it was fun, man. It's it's straight penalties for us. Oh, I, yeah, I, it was I can't great. Do stuff like that. Yeah, they kept slowing us down. They kept, like, saying, you guys have to stop. <laughs> like, it was, it was hilarious. That's oh, great. man. But, yeah, man, let's, um, yeah, I wanted to ask you something because I remember you say before how you went to the mall and, you know, now that we're, you know, getting some notoriety with the show and everything, um, I was thinking about before, like, with, with, with celebrities. I feel like you ever see, like, these people who see their favorite celebrity and they faint? That's never going to happen. Like, can you imagine? That's never going to happen. Wait, no, wait, never gonna... I had to be like, I had a yo, he's thought. bigger than what he is on TV. <laughs> I had a funny thought of somebody running up to you and be like, oh, my God, you're from, you're the idiot. Oh, and then just fainting. Yeah. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'll be funny, but no. I, I would, I, yeah, I would literally die if somebody fake seeing you, Frankie. No, there was, who's a celebrity that if you saw you would you would probably get a little lightheaded, like dead or alive. I don't care who it is. Who's somebody that you'd be like, yo, if I saw them in person, I start stuttering. I probably faint. Damn, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, um, I think I would definitely stutter if Michael Jordan came in around me. Oh, definitely. Michael I, Jordan. I would definitely. I'd be like, da, 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 da. Yeah, uh, Jordan. I yeah, wear your sneakers. Da, da, da. <laughs> Like, look at my feet. Look at da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I'm I'm really not starstruck because yeah, oh, when, when I worked in New York, yeah, you used I worked, to see people. I used, yeah. I used I used to work in Soho, and then RMM Records, which is the Spanish uh, record yeah. company, were right across the street, and we had an office in that building. And I and I met Celia Cruz, Tito Puente, Mark Anthony, Victor. Oh, Manor, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. All the, all the legends in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And I used to see these guys in the elevator and talk to them like it was no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not really starstruck. I feel you. Yeah. But I, w- I think that um, Michael Jordan would definitely do that, it. That Jordan would definitely get me a little lightheaded. Um, I think Denzel Washington might put a little intimidation in me. Yeah, because because he, he's, he's be Denzel. Like, he, he might curse me out. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know how to really. And you know me, I'm be all awkward. I wouldn't know how. I wouldn't approach him. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd be like, uh, uh, mm, I love your movies. Like you don't even know. <laughs> I, I think. I'm not starstruck, but I, I think I would like pause. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wow. It would be like like Sandra Bullock. I I, I Oh what Sandra Bullock? Oh man, she's that awesome, would, dude. I do love her, but wow, that would do it. That, for that, you? Yeah, I would like, oh there oh wow. Sandra. It's Sandra. Yeah, you know, Karen goes, Yeah, that's that's the one girl. Yeah, I think Sama Hayek might do that to me. Yeah. I, I think if I saw Sama Hayek, I'd be like, Huh. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna do huh. I'm like, oh, I'm no, like, I mean, oh, like, wow. like yeah. you're like, about to get in trouble. Your no, what I'm saying is, I'd be like, wife's oh, listening. wow, yeah. <laughs> Apologize. She knows. <laughs> but that would, I think, I think Sandra Bullock would probably be the the one person. I, I really don't. I'm see. trying to think. I'm really just freestyling this. I really don't know because honestly, like most celebrities, like I would think it'd be cool to see them, but I wouldn't like go Gaga. Like, I, like I said, Jordan would probably be the one that I'd probably be more, like. Oh my god! I can't believe he's actually here. Like, if Kobe was alive, I'd probably be more like, "Oh my god, it's Kobe!" Like, I would be losing my mind. Um, but I don't think I would be to the point that it would take a lot for me to approach them and be like, "Yeah," because I I wouldn't know. Like, come on, when you're a celebrity, half of the time these people don't want to be bothered. Yeah, like they so don't want to be approached. I went to a Nick game years ago. Yeah, and I'm sitting like five rows behind Spike Lee. Yeah. And he was like walking up the stairs. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, what's up? 
it didn't phase me. Yeah, so that's yeah, how yeah, come yeah. I know that I wouldn't be. Yeah. But I did when Kareem Abdul Jabbar came up. Yeah. I was a little shocked. That is, because he's seven foot. That yeah, was shocking. It was anybody. just it was just like, what the hell? My neck can't bend that. Uh, and I'm yeah. trying to look. But he's another nice guy. But it was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. the fact I would that love I to meet saw Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He's amazing. Great yeah. thinker. Yeah. He's got some great uh uh articles that he has written. Um, that I, you know, like his, his, I like the way his mind thinks and how he perceives different things, and and he articulates himself really well. His thoughts. So, uh, Star Somatic saying he saw Beyonce in Soho with, with with Jay. Oh wow, yeah, that's dope. Like, but even if I saw Beyonce and Jay Z, I'd just be like, oh, that's dope. That's like that's them. Like, I would just be like, oh, that's cool. Like, it'd be dope. But I, I, I I'd go up to him and, and be like, yo, I, I like I, I all jokes aside, I'd ignore her. Just so, just so she can feel. Oh it. my God! Just so she can Bro, feel. You it. don't ignore the queen. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I go, hey Jay Z, nice to see you. And who's this? Oh my God! Yeah. I swear I would do it. No, you probably would. I would. <laughs> I would. I can't because that's because I'm not I'm not really a fan of hers. Yeah, and, I don't. I, I, and, I respect and, and, what she's done, but I don't. Yeah, I respect what she's done, but I'm not a fan of hers. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that. Um, I understand. She's, she's almost like becoming like a religious statue to some of these people that oh, follow her. Oh, they worship her. her. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, Queen I, B, man. Yeah, you know, uh, she has a following. I don't mess with the fan base. I don't mess with the beehive. I, I don't want no beef. <laughs> all, all I would ask, JC. That's all, well, Frankie. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and send him the bees if you want. <laughs> DJ I, Fire. <laughs> I, I, I'd, go, I'd go up to Jay-Z and go, yo, so how was it when you when you had that rap battle with Busta Rhymes? Oh, wow. Because, you know, when they went to school yeah. together, they had a yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he won. Oh he yeah, Buster Rhymes. And Buster I didn't know Rhymes. he won though. That... Yeah, Buster Rhymes. Yeah, I took the L. Yeah, I knew you wow. took the L. Jay. Yeah. Now Jay was nice, man. I, I remember backstage where he was rapping against DMX and um, I, I forgot who else was back there. I think Jay Electronica, and they were each taking turns battling, freestyling. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other celebrities, man, that uh, I go crazy over. Uh, I think if he was still alive, I think Bruce Lee would probably do something to me. I definitely. Oh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali would, I think I would have been flabbergasted. Like Robin Williams. Ooh. Like, he, of course. And, and yeah, I always Robin go Williams. back to him because yeah. he was so diverse, man. He, this guy. I would just, just hug Robin Williams. Yeah. He was yeah, just like, I love Robin Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams is definitely one person that I would have been in awe with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Easily. Because that's the, that's he, he, the guy's, man. the guy's just a straight up legend. And yeah, everything yeah, yeah. He did. I think the legends are the ones who do it for me. I know a lot of people are like, what about Michael Jackson? No. I will be trying to battle him. <laughs> You gotta try to battle the guy that talk, yeah. that's doing the moves. I, I literally, as soon as I say, hey Michael, hey, I Michael, imitation is a form of flattery. I've only let's watched this my whole life. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> it's going down. Let's go. I saw your Broadway show. I'm, I can do this. Huh, I, I could easily do this. No training. <laughs> Yo, let's yeah, let's try to get started, man. Do you need help? <laughs> let's get the music. Let's get the vibes. Welcome back. We here, baby. We here. We miss y'all. We glad to be here. Let's go ahead and get it fired up. Season 2 in the Cloud Radio proudly presents, 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 presents
Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is... What is today? It's May, right? Yeah, May 15th, 2022. Thank you for rocking with us. We're your uh, happy and appreciative hosts. And uh, yeah, you guys know how to follow us. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, Please follow us on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts, Mixcloud, Google Cast, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, and also on Amazon through via Alexa. So yes, we could be located just about anywhere. So feel free to just follow us, subscribe to our channels so you guys can stay up to date on all of our newest episodes whenever we switch the times like we're doing today how we're doing an earlier show. We usually do a good job of trying to give you guys a uh, good heads up so that you guys can be readily available to tune in and come and vibe with us. So once again, we do have a live stream that uh, goes out on Mixcloud.com where people are able to interact with us. So if you set up a Mixcloud uh, account and follow us on Life Lessons with Idiots or under In The Cloud Radio, you'll be able to tune in live and participate in the conversation. Um, And... Usually the chat is always popping. We got all of our regulars that usually rock with us and we love you guys. So shout out to all of our day one listeners and also all of our new listeners. Welcome to the show. We really hope you enjoy this audio adventure and we hope you come into more shows. So, uh, hey, Frankie. So I want to like, let me just uh, go ahead and address this before we even get started, because literally right before you hit the record button, outside of talking with my mother-in-law, I can't believe I saw this this devastating article. Um, I just want to right now just send my prayers and condolences to the families impacted um, in the recent uh, shooting massacre in Buffalo, New York. Uh, A white supremacist drove 200 miles from where he was at. He read some sort of manifesto about dictating something about how black people are taking up all the benefits and how uh, white Americans are going into existence. extinction or some junk like that i don't know what whatever he was motivated by but he was motivated to drive to an area of buffalo new york that was predominantly african-americans he went into a supermarket and he shot and killed 10 people i believe 10 10 are dead uh several of of them are wounded um i just want to you know for the people who had to experience that I'm, i'm praying for those families and um i i hope justice is served I, I really, um, you know, I'm, I'm disgusted by this. I'm still processing this, but I definitely just wanted to mention it um, because it just happened a few hours ago. Uh, this was minute, recorded. This, uh, today? Yeah, this just happened. I thought it was... I don't know. Like, I'm just seeing the article now, um, and the articles are all showing 45 minutes to four hours ago that are showing it being posted. So, again, I am literally just saw this right before we started recording. I just can't... This was not in my agenda to touch on with current events, but... I definitely want to highlight um, this tragedy, and um, really, um, I'm praying for those families. Um, no one deserves it. You know, you go to the grocery store to provide for your family to pick up food, and you get blindsided by somebody who has an 
alternative agenda that I don't. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with it. I, I, it's it's one of those things that you, we we can't explain why they happen. Yeah, um, I I well, my theory behind it is that. Well, I think we've had this conversation several times where mm-hmm. you're not born a racist. You're not born hating yeah. people. This is taught to you. Yeah, absolutely. And if this is taught to you, you're doing this and you think it's right. Yeah. They justified in their yeah. minds. They justified that they're doing the goodwill of whatever, I guess, demographic they want to support. Um, it's a very extreme, extreme view. Um, and again, I, I don't look at this and say, oh, like, you know... All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive into this topic because this is gonna take me down a rabbit hole, and I really want to take time to process this event, um, really get more of the details around it, and then mean you could maybe have a dialogue around this. But I'm just honestly I'm just tired of these sort of mass shootings, and again these mass shootings is anything that's equivalent to I think ten or more people that's considered a mass shooting. And here in America, anything more than one is a mass shooting, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I, I don't like the fact that they want to like give, and that's the media saying, "Oh, this yeah. is the criteria of a mass shooting." No, it's a killing. Yeah, you well, did it. You you killed more than it's one. It's a terrorist attack. When it's I, a, it's an, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a I feel like it's, it's a terrorist attack against other Americans, and I don't think you you need to just be black to be outraged by this. I think you could be of any ethnicity. This is against your fellow Americans. This is a person who went out of their way, 200 miles to drive to another state, and harm people and harm people who are you know this is a low-income area of buffalo new york and it's predominantly of one race and this guy went in and with the full intention i've even saw reports showing that the other uh you know white patrons that were there in the supermarket he had pointed a gun at them and he apologized (laughs) to them yeah he said i'm sorry i didn't mean to point this at you and then proceeded to shoot the other people yeah so um, on on the chat star somatic he's like he He's saying that uh, he was taught replacement theory. Uh, theory: People of color are replacing white culture. 18, 18 year old, highly influential. Sorry, and then he say, no. "Sorry, he had to pitch in." No, I appreciate that. But but the, the bottom line is that there is no today in this country there is no one hundred percent of anything anymore. Yeah, there's no more. <laughs> you know, like you're we're, you're we're, married. You're yeah. married to a my wife is a Jewish Jewish, uh, Jewish lady. Yeah. I mean, like your your kids are biracial. You yeah, know? Uh, there's no way. Today, I'm even in mixed. this country. Like I, you can't, you can be actually like say, "Oh, I'm 100 percent this." I'm there's 100% no 100 percent of anything. Like that's over. Like there's no 100 percent of anything. Like I mean, we all are descendants of, of, of a of another ethnicity. Believe it or not, and I'm not. I won't go into it today. Yeah, but, but <laughs> listen, it's gonna be part of my uh, my election campaign. Yeah, vote Frankie. Uh, uh, yeah, idiots, <laughs> idiots for president, 2024. We're here. We're here. Um, soon you'll see the banner. Um, it's almost done. Yeah, it'll be right here. Yep, <laughs> it'll be right here. You're gonna see it, and I have a great vote for the slogan. idiots, 2024. I have a great slogan. And yes, I, I can't wait to share it with everybody. Oh my god, we're changing things. Yeah, we are. One 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 uh, audio listen at a time. Yeah, <laughs> but awesome. All right, um, I'm gonna switch gears. Um, but again, just prayers and condolences to those families. Um. We'll see how this thing um, evolves. Um, I want to touch on, so we didn't get to touch on a lot of topics of last week. You weren't here. Yeah, no. <laughs> so how, how are we supposed to have a topic if you weren't even here? I'm try, well, I'm trying to bring everyone up to speed because I'm, I'm going to assume everybody slept under a rock, didn't hear what was going on, and I'm going to bring them up to speed. So Dave Chappelle was attacked. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle, and it's not funny, I shouldn't laugh, but Dave Chappelle was attacked by a gem, well, a former, a trans 
trans man. I got that right. Um, because as you guys know, Dave Chappelle did a stand-up called The Closer. And in that stand-up, he did touch on um, his views on transgender people. Uh, and I think we addressed it on the show. I didn't think what he said was offensive, so to speak. I think he was just sort of giving his perspective and viewpoints on it. And again, we, we live in a stage now where people feel maybe even at, maybe due to Will Smith, but they feel more compelled to act against comedians because they don't agree with certain viewpoints that they might have. And they think that they could physically assault him. So this individual got enough gall in him to run on stage, tackle Dave Chappelle. He had a fake gun, but the fake gun had a knife attachment that could be deployed. And I think he was attempting to stab Dave Chappelle. Fortunately for yeah, Dave, it's just getting worse out there. His security came in and gave this guy the beating of his life. <laughs> like these dude's arms were inverted. So, <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh, but it's like punks jump up to get beat down. You don't, you don't so, jump at somebody. There's a guy. There's a guy on TikTok that he filmed the whole thing, right? So he yeah. actually posted it, and he's the, he's doing the play by play. He's like, boop, there's another punch. There's another punch. <laughs> But the scoop, best part of the scoop bat boob bat bat. Oh yeah, he, that guy was definitely getting scattered. <laughs> he was definitely getting scattered. But, <laughs> but, but like, you should play some jazz music in the background. I was like, that's, that's where Michael got it from. No, yo, but, we should not be laughing at this. But but uh, Chris Rock grabs the mic and goes, "Was that Will?" I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was funny. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No man. I, I mean. Again, I, I think it. Uh, I hope Dave Chappelle continues to do his his you know his his job and Listen, continues to perform. Um, no, it has to stop. Listen, it does have to stop. Nobody should like Chappelle. Every comedian should yeah. still be able to go out there and do what they do for a exactly. living, exactly, because they're entertainment. Yes. Okay, it's their point of view. Like what we're doing here. It's so, our, I tell you right now, if we're ever out in a place like that and somebody comes and attacks us, yeah. It's on. It's going to be a long day for them. It's going to it's, it's, you're going to have the Spanish music going, you're going to have the guy scatting. It's going to be it's going to be up because <laughs> Frankie we're gonna not going to beats. Stop. He's going to be like suavemente. Benzai. <laughs> yeah, oh no, it's but we, you can't stop doing what you do. And and, no, and, I feel and, you. and I really hope that Chappelle turns around and takes this and combines it with his last the closer yeah. and does another show to explain what happened? Yeah, I just think people just need to really just, I mean, if you don't agree with a person's viewpoint, stop listening. Like, no one is forcing you to listen to these people. And I get it that these people are people of influence, or but they have their own following. I, there's people, there's certain music that comes out that I don't listen to because I don't mess with that music. So you just don't listen. But the people who love it, let them rock out. There was a, mm -hmm. people, there was a group of people who used to hate Ozzy Osbourne because they was like, oh, he's promoting... Devil worshiping, or well, he's performing well because he bit a bat's head off. I mean, yeah, he bit on, a bat head off. He's he's this, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, but okay, he was having, he was having fusion meals before it became fusion. I mean, <laughs> like having, he was doing COVID before COVID. Yeah, but look, look, but again, like if it's not your cup of tea, keep it moving. Um, just don't support it, but let that person continue to do what it is they do. I mean, Rush Limbaugh was on the air for 20 years. I pretty much hated 90. percent 98% of the things that Rush Limbaugh has said. But I will <laughs> but tell I don't you, listen. <laughs> but I will tell you one thing. I, I did not agree with him, but it was great to hear his point of views. Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, let me tell he you He gave something. a great contrarian kind of point of view, and I got to hear what was being said on that side of the aisle. But, um, yeah, again, you don't have to always agree with other people's views. You just respect it and keep it moving and just be like, all right, that's what we have America for. It's the freedom of, 
of voice. It's the freedom of opinions. And, and that's the reason why when I become president, we're going to change it. No longer Republicans, no longer Democrats. It's going to be East Coast and West Coast. West Coast. You know, that's it's, it. That's it's it. It's so funny you say that because that ties right into my very next topic, which was which has been a lingering topic for the past two weeks now. Yeah, because you weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the topic is the whole Roe versus Wade. And for those that don't know, Roe versus Wade is a sort of bill that was passed to legalize uh, women being able to have abortions. Um, so let me just right out the gate, just give you my quick point of view. Um, I think a woman should be able to do whatever she wants to do with her body. And I think we're pretty much in agreement with this, right, Frankie? Um, I, they don't have bills that say men need, you know, men can't get a vasectomy. So I don't see why we need to have a government uh, intervention on what a woman does with her body, whether she chooses to or not have kids. Like, that's their decision to make. There is no other policy that polices the human body than this stupid as I'm, oh, I'm sorry, stupid uh, bill. I didn't mean that. It's 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 wrong. Uh, listen, I listen. It's so wrong that it's what what they're actually doing is they're taking over the country bill by bill. What they're slowly going to do is if if this passes and this happens, there's going to be a mass murder. The, the The crime rate of women going to jail. Oh wow! Is going to go through the roof. Why is that? Tell me, give me more of your theory on this. They're going to kill. They, they, women, they're going to they're going to illegally abort, and there's going to be a crime. Oh, damn! They're going to yeah. end up in jail. Dang. So what they're doing? I don't want to say it this way. They're they're, they're finding a way to make money. Mm. I do. All right. So it's and, so f- and it's wrong because yeah, not to cut you off, no, but no, you good. But going. but my, my my problem with this is that there's no reason why they should be making a decision for somebody. Yeah. Like they shouldn't be putting re- religion and beliefs. And when it comes to when it comes to politics, there's no reason for it. They're supposed to be separated. Yep. And, and I understand what you're doing, but you're forcing your beliefs on somebody. Yep. And God forbid somebody get in. And I, and I, I pray everybody stays healthy and safe and all that. But yeah. if somebody gets raped, so you're telling me now they're going to be forced to raise this kid. And when that child turns around and go, mom, who's my dad? Where did I come from? And 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 the person's an honest person. Mm-hmm. And they tell him what happened. What's going to happen to that kid? That kid's going to be like, oh my god, I, I, I'm. She's raising a crime that happened to her. Yeah. It's no, not right. It's you, not right. You hit at all. on two great points in that one quick rant. Um, you nailed it. Um, one was the religion mixing with politics. You know, it's unfortunate, and this is another thing that I realized when I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. That there is like certain states where religion is part of that very culture. They even have it when politicians they call it biblical states where oh, they do their campaigns. Bible belts. Yeah, Bible belts. And these are the people who are devoted to their religion and they neglect the viewpoints of others because, you know, their religion comes before everything else. And me and you had several podcasts where we segmented the difference between religion and spirituality. And it's unfortunate that when you allow religion to dictate uh, policy, because you're taking, like you just said, your personal beliefs and what you think, you know, or what you believe in, what you believe is correct. And you're trying to generalize and apply it to every situation, which it's not going to always be a fit because there are outliers and circumstances. There are people, like you said before, who have gotten raped that choose abortion. There are people who are underage who got pregnant and choose abortion. Um, But again, it is at their discretion. So what this bill basically does is take it from, I guess, uh, make it from federal agreement to now it'll be managed by state law in several of these biblical states will then be able to dictate, like you said, whether it's illegal to have a 
abortion or whether it's elite uh, or is legal. And this is going to force a lot of people to go to states. I think California is one of them where they're more, a little bit more liberal, where they are for pro-choice. They, they will even give you health care benefits to take days off to do what you need to do for that procedure. But long story short, I do think the timing of this leak, because the way this news came out was via a leak. I do think it was quite interesting of the timing of it all, because this is at a time where, to be honest with you, the Republicans in the midterm elections that are coming up, they've been swaying a lot of the uh, people because from the other side of the aisle, people are feeling like, hey, we got Democrats, we own the House, we own the Senate, and the economy's trash, everything's going trash, and nothing is, none of the promises that were given to us was delivered. So, you know, Republicans were using that to get more people to come to their side. And then, you know, the, the timing of this leak was just very interesting um, to try to sway uh, people to the other stream side of the aisle. But long story short, like me and you always say before, Frankie, I don't think it's a matter of choosing left or right. I think the greater battle is looking at up and down. Mm-hmm. There's a people, you know, they try to distract you with these political theater of choose this side if you want abortion to be legal, but then choose this side if you want to still live in poverty. Like, <laughs> it's like the, you know, you're trying to pick the less of two evils when really you should be looking at how do we change our policies and how, once again, people are taxed, how people are overtaxed, and how do we fix this sort of wealth inequality that is growing during these very precarious time of inflation and volatility. So right here real quick uh, in the chat we have here is the Star Somatic said he's, he's pro-choice. So from a data's perspective, 43% of the women are pro-life and 50% of men. Interesting times. Wow. Which is which is crazy. And I and I get it. Wow. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me process it. He says 43% of the women are pro-life, which means they are against yeah. abortion. And 50% are men who are against abortion. Well, 50-50 split, I expect that. But 43% of women are pro-life. I did not. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, you need to you need to show us uh, a star somatic if you can. Let, send me that article or something like that. Damn, uh, that is, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested wild. where they got the numbers from. Yeah, that is a wild stat, man. That, that's a high number. Forty three percent of women are for look, against abortion, but fifty fifty seven percent are for it. Yeah, for for choice. Yeah, fifty seven percent. Yeah. Now, but that, that, but that's this is the way they put it out. I there. expected the disparity to be even greater. I expected yeah. a seventy thirty split. Yeah, that's I thought crazy. that would be more of the minority of people. Because again, I think women know what they want to do with their body. Like it doesn't, yeah. they don't need a government to tell them what they can and can't do. But well, and it's funny he just said it. it's um, it blew his mind. It's mostly in the south. Ah, that, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Man, I, I hate I hate to say it that way, but yeah. you know, like their the lifestyle down there and the way they live is a little bit different than it is in. In the in the Northeast, in California, Chicago, and those yeah. areas where the populations are through the roof, and yeah. you know, and you have a lot of corporations that are out there, and they're doing so much more. Yeah. Um, and women, you know, they. But again, we talk about these biblical states, yeah. like these people who think that honestly is morally wrong, and you know, they won't go to heaven if they have an abortion. So you you take these That's devoted. A Listen, when it comes to that, I tell everybody, man, people make bigger mistakes than that in their lives, and I hate to say it that way. Mm-hmm. All right, because you know, I, I get that's a they, you know they're saying it's a life, and I get that part. No, like I'm raising somebody that's that's never going. Well, they might have a shot, but if they find out how they got here for whatever, yeah. whether it's a you know like 
a woman that you know like she she was like on, on drugs and bringing in a kid with drugs yeah that's a problem because now that or, that that kid doesn't have a shot yeah you know that's the, that's where the problem or is or when they diagnose a, a woman who's pregnant and the baby's not um <clears throat> of of good health like they they have like a a poor chance of survival and or having a life and then if that mother feels that they don't have the capacity to be able to handle that yeah. You know, you're taking that choice from a woman. But all right, we spent too much time on that topic. We'll move on. So I do got a topic, though. Okay, you want to? All right. Uh, so, no, actually, uh, actually I, I wanted to call yesterday. You're going to go into another topic? Or I was going to go to current event, one last current event, but you can go ahead and shoot. So, no, because we're talking about parenting. And all right, cool. All, so, all right. So, you, I'm, I'm going to take away the parenting part. But so I got a call yesterday. Okay. From, from, from a friend. Uh huh. He actually texted me. And um, he's like, hey, what's going on? How's everything going? So I was like, everything's good. He goes, I'm going through it. I said, call me. Okay. All right. So going through a tough time. So I'm like, yeah. So You're like, oh, man, me. is he all right? So because, you know, like, you can't put everything in text. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's too much to text. You'd be like, so, yo, I need to talk. Like, get this out. So he calls me, and I'm on the phone with him, and I'm like, uh, yo, man, how's everything going? Everything's good. I'm like, so what's going on? He goes, well, I'm getting divorced. And Ooh. I'm like, so I'm like, man. I'm like. Congratulations, maybe. Oh no, wait, Frankie, you don't say. Well, I, no, this is this is what I did. Okay, I said congratulations, maybe. Oh. So he's like, <laughs> I don't open up that listen, way, Frankie. <laughs> he said, he said, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> he said, Frankie, me, you yeah. have two different approaches to this. <laughs> so I'm like, are you, oh, well, congratulations. Okay. So he's like, so, so I'm like, what happened? So he doesn't have to tell me, but he tells me he's like, so I was home one day. Uh huh. Best story. Uh, this is like. Oh, my God. He's like the best. It really is. <laughs> so he says, I was home, and, you know, I wanted to have a couple of drinks. And uh -huh. you know, she came over. She came. She was in a bad mood. <laughs> She's like, you're not drinking here. Mind oh. you, he, they're married. So he can't drink in his own house? He, he, so, 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 so he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Yeah, no. Wait a minute. So he, he went like, to get a beer out of his refrigerator. So he went to have and a she drink. was like, hold she, up. She's like, there's no drinking. No, you're not drinking in this house. Wait. So if you want to drink, you got to go. Why did she tell him this before he brought the liquor into the house? Well, he drinks in his, it's his house. He should be able know, to drink, right? Did, if she had a problem with this, why did she say this beforehand? But keep going. So through the course of the, 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 course of the argument, it, it, it ended up being, well, she goes, if you want to drink, go to a hotel and oh. drink. Oh. So you know what he did? He got a hotel. He got a. He said, <laughs> I said, so what you do? He said, he's like, yo, I my got booze. up, I grabbed my booze, got a hotel room. No, he did. <laughs> and then he was like, as I'm drinking, I'm like the epiphany. He's like, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire marriage. I'm done, <laughs> dude. He's that if the Are following day, the following day, he gets up, goes over there. He goes, I want a divorce. No way. She should have just said, keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, so so I'm like, so where are you at now? So he he's in the in this area. So he goes, Oh, I'm living in Brooklyn. I have a I'm 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 staying with a friend now. Oh, it's great. I got my own room. I could drink when I want. And I'm like, congratulations. That's not the best part. Wait a minute, but I'm worried about this friend. He's now he's like, I'm free. Yeah. I could drink as much as I want. I'm kind of wondering if the wife knew he had a problem. <laughs> so, so it was trying to help him and now he's running away. <laughs> To so, drink to oblivion. No, no, he do, he doesn't drink like that because I okay. know I know him okay. that well. All right. But you know, if you want to have a drink, you have your drink, right? Yeah. So then I'm like, like, we call him a, in, in this house. We call him the Funko Pop guy. Okay. 
he he can get any Funko Pop that you want. Oh wow! So right? he collects them. Okay. Yeah. So he. I mean, like we we got the so kernel. Funko Pops for those that know these little figurine things, yeah. the collectibles. So he got us the Colonel and um, oh nice and, uh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. And oh Alex, that's awesome. And, and Alex Trebek. I mean, like they're no, that's they're, like, awesome. the hardest ones that is to awesome. find. So, yeah. So we're so so I'm like. Oh, my wife and the kids know who he is, but they never met him. But they know. Yeah, of yeah, him. yeah. So I put him, I put him on speaker, and I'm like, "Hey, guys, congratulate, congratulate him. He's getting divorced." They're like, "Huh?" Yeah, <laughs> everyone is confused. <laughs> it's like, "No, no, it's a good thing." He's like, "Yeah, it's a good." He's thing. free. He's free. So, he, so I'm like, "Congratulations, dude. I'm so proud of you that you got out of the situation you're in." Mean, I really I mean, congrats. Am. I mean, honestly, listen, if you are in a, in a marriage where you are unhappy and you can't be who you are or express yourself or enjoy the things you like and you are living in misery. By all means, congratulations. Yo, man, uh, if you welcome. can't drink in your house and you got a rental, <laughs> <laughs> oh, go knock yourself out. I, I mean, I don't know if that would be the grounds that I would run out the door for. But uh, <laughs> but all, all jokes aside, but think about it. So there must have been stuff <laughs> Yo, happening in the past, right? There must have obviously there must. I be... hope there was other things going on in that marriage besides. But that was she the won't point. let me drink. But that was but, the turning point. You know, but that could be the last straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, yeah. like you're not going to tell me what I can and can't do in the house that I work hard to provide oh. and live in, dude. I'm and not... I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just. I just I just find it entertaining because now I you know I'm like I'm like so what are you doing? He goes oh I'm working over here now. I got this and this and this and I'm like dude I haven't heard you this happy. I can hear it in your voice. He goes I should have done this a long time ago. I go I'm, you should have. I'm very happy. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> Look I'm very happy for him until we'll see how things progress. I hope he has a peaceful amicable divorce because no, divorces dude, get ugly even man. Better. No so he went online. He went okay. out to one of the sites. Okay. Did all the paperwork, cool to file for divorce. All right. So he had a lawyer well, review go, it. Yeah, but they gotta go to court. Still. Right. So he sends it to her, and she goes, "Well, I don't have a lawyer." So oh. he goes, "That's not my problem. Here's the paperwork." Oh. So I I told him to tell her, "Look, read the thing over. Yeah. Go to the court. Says you don't have no representation. Sign the form and move on." And he's like, oh, he's boy. like, okay. I said, well, you got to keep me posted because I think it's hysterical. I, I, I but think... I'm so proud of him because he actually took the step. And listen, that's that tells you. And again, I don't know their personal personal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will tell you, if a man is willing to leave after a night just leaving, yeah. that means that he was being abused somehow or something. Listen, he 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 said, yo, whatever this Johnny Walker did, <laughs> he said. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, I am all for it. Like, again, if he's happy, you win. But understand something. <laughs> I don't know their dynamic of the relationship. I don't know what other variables. Do they have kids? I don't know any of that stuff. But I'm just going to tell you from a point of uh, if she, if he's this free and he's this happy, I don't know what she's feeling on her end. Don't matter now. She got papers. I feel you. But understand something. There's a... There's an old popular saying, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I'm just saying, we'll see how the divorce progresses. I hope he has an amicable divorce that where he's able to go his way, she goes her way, and they start the next chapter of their lives peacefully. I hope it goes smoothly. Uh, but for what I've seen with divorces. <laughs> Dude, I, I am so proud of him. Go, go you, bro. Good luck out there, man. And I'm I hope so, I'm I so proud go. of him. And you know, after after we hung up, my my, my wife was like, um, "Really, this is the 
conversation you had with him? Like, well, what do you want me to do? So yeah. I'm sorry to hear it if he's happy. No, by all means, yeah. Cheers to you, bro. Yeah. Celebrate. Go have a go have more drinks. Throw oh a party. God, yeah. Throw a bash. Just enjoy it while you can. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love every bit of it. Um, yeah, I just want to give you guys a heads up. We we me and Frankie got some uh pretty bad mail from Facebook this past week. Facebook has announced that they will no longer be supporting podcasts on uh their social network. They're shutting down their podcast service on June 3rd. Uh, they will prevent us from publishing or linking any new episodes of our podcast on their platform. They are going to try to compete with TikTok and try to focus more so on short clips and reels um, and focus more so on this sort of live chat, similar to if you guys are familiar with Clubhouse in that format. Um, that's the direction that Facebook wants to go in. Um, me and Frankie got this, and we pretty much unanimously, unanimously looked at each other and said, I hate Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so, so you you know me, so I'm like, oh, that's not a problem. Yeah, uh, well, well, I I created an, uh, uh, a TikTok account. Yeah, so now we just need to get to a thousand uh, followers there, yeah. and we can go live there whenever we want. And yeah. I have a Twitch account that uh, listen, yeah. we're gonna maneuver. We're gonna be in YouTube. We're yeah. gonna do all this, all those things that we we have to. I mean, like if they don't want to play because they feel like they're get they're they're getting robbed. Yeah, problem. I don't know what direction they want to go in. I don't know why they don't want to disconnect the service. Technically, our page will still be up. So if you are already following us on Facebook, you'll still see our posts. You'll still see, you know, things that we're up to. And we'll still keep you guys notified. And we'll let you guys know also via Instagram. You guys know how if you're following us there as well. So we'll be keeping you guys updated on when we're doing episodes and so forth. But, yeah, this came – this was some weird news. Um, we kind of want to give you guys a heads up because if you guys do stream us through Facebook or you guys been listening to us via Facebook, uh, try to focus more so on the other apps like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or uh, Stitcher or TuneIn or, you know, other those services that do predominantly support podcasting because we, we don't want you guys to miss out on these episodes. And, yeah, I don't know what Facebook's doing. You know, they're trying to do this whole meta thing and um, – yeah, they're losing. They're losing their battle. That's yeah. all it is. We're not going to I'm not going to you know, we're not going to focus on that. And don't worry, we got some exciting things lined up. Frankie's doing his due diligence with we're going to have eventually our own channel, our own network, our own way for you to just directly listen to life lessons with idiots. This thing's going to get bigger than you could even imagine. So just stay tuned and watch us develop. It's been a grind, but we're making it happen. But anyway, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, like, well, first of all, you know me, I don't. I don't like depending on anybody else. So I, I like to build from the ground up. Yeah. So with, with this, you know, like every bit of technology that goes into it, you know, like I have to be the one that gets it going. I, there's only one way I can see it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and we talk about it and I explain to you, listen, this is the way we got to do it. Yeah. And, 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 and I explain to you the technical part of it, not just because it's my theory. Yeah. It's just that that's the pattern to grow. Yeah. You can't grow. You can't put everything in one basket and yeah, absolutely. everything. So you always got to plan for the next thing. Absolutely. And got to keep innovating. And and in my mind, I'm constantly going to that next thing. And I'm mm -hmm. and like I the app the app will eventually happen. Um we're going to be on YouTube. Uh the YouTube's going to be the most fun. I'm, yeah. Because from there I right, we don't have to tell them too much. We'll tell them. We'll, it's, it's, it's just going to open up even we, more but we the got, app the apps are going to have it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool with we it. We got a lot coming. We got yeah. a lot coming. I don't. We don't want to give too much of the basket. We want to kind of like surprise you guys and be like, "Booyah!" Yeah, here but it that, is. that's not coming until <laughs> probably the later later the year. So don't yeah. look for it. To, don't look for it tomorrow. I know. This, <laughs> remember, it's just two guys making this happen. <laughs> oh, did you, did you hear that? Um, 
uh, I think Google Play, they're going to stop allowing people apps to purchase no like within the apps google play yeah so oh they're gonna stop like like basically if i was like that purchases yeah so now if you want to do you want to do something you, my brother. Go, you if you want to do something you want to buy something new that's in yeah. an app you have to go out and buy through google because oh, right now is, what they're doing is like say, say that's weird. You, get, you get a i'll say dominoes dominoes game right but you want to buy like different color dominoes yeah right now in the in the app you oh. can purchase it but that goes directly to the to the to the person the oh to, to the developer of the whoever developer. is managing that app they don't want that anymore they actually want you to go out because they're losing out on revenue oh wait i but i i so currently like i can speak to apple's model so apple has this thing where they take a percentage of every time you purchase something so if you were using say a video game app like you was mentioned like say you're playing uh dominoes or spades whatever you're doing through the app and you want to purchase a new deck color and it costs uh 99 cents you pay the 99 cents, Apple right off the top will take like a 3% cut for you using their services and then the remaining will go towards the developer. Not so, if it's in the app application uh, purchase. They're going to do it too. Yeah. So now what you're saying is they're going to do away with that where now you, have to you go outside it. into a website that's not via through Apple and purchase it through there. I think uh, that's going to lower. No. So you're going to be able to do it through the, through the, through the Apple store, whatever yeah. it is. For that app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about in, within the app itself. No, you're not going to be able to do it anymore. Yeah, now you got to go to that developer's website to purchase whatever it is you want to purchase. For no, that. you can still do it through the through this Play Store. Okay. But it's it's going to be like uh, an update that you can, like an update you can purchase, an upgrade for that as a separate purchase. Okay. Which kind of sucks because, you know, it's a lot easier. It's a little, I was going to say, that's what I mean. Like, it's going to be a roundabout way to get what you want. And I think it's actually going to it's, it's, it's be money. less money and revenue for the developers than yeah. anything. You're they taking want... the ease of business. Yep. <clears throat> but to each his own. You know what I hate? And uh, this was said to me this past week because, you know, there's so much going on um, in the world right now. And everybody's always like, there's a popular saying that people like to say to each other. Like, when things are going bad. You know, they, they look at the person, they go, the person's expressing themselves and what they're going through and what they're feeling or whatever. And you know what usually the reply is, Frankie? What? It could be worse. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, I get the sentiment behind it because you always want people to kind of like focus on the good of what they have in their life. But when you say to somebody, it could be worse. <laughs> you are now, in a way, downplaying or belittling whatever it is that they're going through because it could be worse. Cause that's like me. If that's like saying a person who's paralyzed <laughs> is talking to a person who's homeless yeah, and is saying to the homeless person, you know, it could be worse. You could not be able to walk. He says, but I li I sleep in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't fix my situation. Like I, I, I just feel like you kind of take away. That comes from people that comes from people who only find negative in things. That's not a positive thing. Yeah. Because when I when I've gotten that, you know, like I could be worse. I go, yeah, but it, it can be better. Yeah, thank you. Bam. Thank and, you. And I, and I've constantly said this to people. I'm like, why do you got to come with the negativity? Yeah. And that's the problem. It, and I have here one of my notes that I put here. Uh huh. Nobody will ever see your struggle. Uh huh. They don't see it. No, they but don't. They'll, they'll see the negative of everything, and they'll try to hold you back from doing what you're supposed to be doing. And they won't. They'll, they'll come up with stuff like, you know, it could be worse. Are you, are you sure you want to do that? 
instead of yeah. encouraging you, encouraging Ooh. you to do things. Yep. And that's and that's the problem with this world because it, everything starts as a negative. Yeah. What is that about? It's like it, it's definitely the the people who see the glasses half empty. I just don't understand the, the need. And I love what you just said right there. Instead of coming almost like you want to empathize with the situation, like hey, that stinks what you're going through. But you know what? I believe that you're going to get through this because X, Y, and Z. And I believe these are some of the great things about you that I like that I think that are going to pay dividends in the future. Like, instead, we just be like, hey, man, you know, it stinks that, you know, you've been abandoned like this, but it could be worse, bro. You could, like, be hurt in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's now that that's and that's the reason why whenever I plan on doing something, I don't talk about it. I just make it happen because I don't need that negativity. I, yeah. you know, I embrace my journey. I really do. I just want. Yeah, definitely. My message today is just definitely people be more conscious of what you say to other people who are going through different things. You don't know what their struggles are. And I don't think I think downplaying whatever they're going through. It, it doesn't do them a, a, a service. It doesn't motivate them or make them say, hey, I, I am grateful for this. Like it, you're you're downplaying with their whatever they're going through. And I'm a strong believer that your diet doesn't consist of just what you eat. It consists of what you absorb verse both verbally and physically. So like if you are constantly uh, taking in different things from the world, whether it's via uh, conversations with friends who say things like it could be worse for you. I don't want to think about how it could be worse for me. I want to think of how it could be better, like Frankie said. Or if you're taking in things from the media, oh, this negativity, these killings, you got to be fearful. You got to be this. Like you, everything that you absorb has an effect on who you psychologically or physically. Like you have to think about it because if it affects you mentally, it will eventually affect you uh, physically. Stress can kill your body more than anything that you eat. Stress, that's the number one killer, man. Mm -hmm. It gives you anxiety. It gives you, it could, it could affect your muscle development. It could affect your sleep. It could affect everything. If you're mentally messed up, it could kill your physical. So be careful what you take in both from a, a, a mental capacity just as much as a physical capacity. You know, I, I, you talked earlier about mm -hmm. the, the guy who did the shooting and all this. And then yeah. the news, you start watching people that turn around and they're like, uh, you know, somebody just broke into a jewelry store and stole this. And then yeah. you have people that are carjacking now, the crime, the crime is like muggings and all that's going through the roof. And and I'm like, you want to know why? Yeah, I can tell you why. Yeah. Inflation. We can't even afford to do anything right now. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you touched on this, dude. I went to shop right yesterday. Yeah. Right. So we went to grab a couple of things. Uh huh. We got like four bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> bread, uh-huh, right? Milk, uh-huh. Ice cream. And you paid $300. I forgot what else we bought, but it was just like it was like 12 items, 90 yeah. something dollars. Yeah. I'm like, you want to know why people are breaking into places? Yeah. Cuz they can't afford it. Yeah. Now, and people are like, "Oh, no, it's, you know, it's part of the economy." No, it's not. It's the rich getting rich mm -hmm. and putting it on the middle class. Because the poor don't, don't, don't they, yeah. they're still in the same status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor going to be poor. Yeah. And rich, they're but just. They, but they're, they're feeling they're, it too they're, because. They're gouging us. Yeah. So let me, um, it's so funny you touched on this because somebody actually just hit me up about, um, you know, because I was at the conference and we were talking about different things with investments and so forth. Because investments, if you have your money in stocks or if you have your money in bonds, it is absolutely chaos right now, especially if you have your money in cryptocurrency. Keep buying keep buying 
and I we said this a long time ago on like the earlier podcast episodes. In the midst of chaos, there is opportunity. So when things are going crazy and people are fearful, it's the thing that Warren Buffett always says. When people are fearful, you buy. When people are getting greedy, you sell. Because when people are fearful, everybody's running for the hills. Everyone's running from the fire, the burning fire, the burning building. You got to run towards it. And you have to pour more money in it. This is the greatest opportunity for you to capitalize. And again, this isn't investment advice. This is just my personal views. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Uh, Don't say you listen to Life Lessons with Idiots and I decide to do what these idiots told me to do. I'm just giving you my perspective. Our point of view is basically, listen. This is just all entertainment purposes. Exactly. And educational. But no, long story short, I just want to say, like, this is the time. Like, I know a lot of people are wondering, I don't understand, Rashawn, why you told us a long time ago to invest in cryptocurrency and told us to invest in Bitcoin. Let me tell you something. When inflation rates go up, this lessens uh, corporations' ability to take out loans for innovation. Cryptocurrency is innovation of how we handle fiat money, how we handle our day-to-day currency. If you don't have funding or you can't get low loans to fund this progression or innovation, that's going to slow down the value of cryptocurrency. And when the slowdown of, of the value of cryptocurrency happens, people sell off. But at that time, when people are selling off because they're too scared or they're thinking, I'll come back to this another time, these are people who are missing the boat. And the same thing happening with stocks. You've seen all the tech stocks get hammered. You've seen all these things getting hammered. My thing is, my personal view is that you guys continue your regular dollar cost averaging, which is putting whatever percentage that you allocated from your paycheck, keep investing. Keep investing. If you, Unless you plan on retiring within the next uh, five years, I say keep investing. Do not make any changes. That's yeah. my personal hot take on it. But like you said, Frankie, the inflation is through the roof. I do think that um, things are going to settle down later in the year. I think, well, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So well, It's definitely going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get dip further. We're, we're dealing with the midterms elections. Oh, so, yeah. So this is going to go into January, possibly February. But listen, year. you just hit on a key point. Midterm elections, every midterms elections, every midterm elections, the market miraculously turns back around. Yep. So get ready. Get ready. Because <laughs> you, you're buying everything now at a, at a discounted yeah. price. And let me tell you, you're going to be thankful when those five years come from now because what you bought at yeah. $12 is now worth $37 or whatever the circumstance may be. And you're going to have you're gonna have bank. And that's, yeah. that's what matters. I want to have a funny topic. Can I ask you a funny topic? I want to ask you something. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a funny topic. All right, this is fun. Because I was, I had a good conversation with, the, with one of our friends about this. Listen, so I'm listening. We both love music, right? Yeah, we love music. Music could it, it could change your mood. It can make you feel all kinds of ways. It could it could affect your whole day. Mm-hmm. And I like to listen to all kinds of music. By the way, shout out to Kendrick Lamar who just released his album this past week. Amazing album. I haven't heard it yet. Uh, wow. Uh, so I don't consider Kendrick Lamar a regular rapper. Mm-hmm. I think he's a poet first mm-hmm. who happens to rap. Um. His, if you're not, his, his album is explicit, so you will hear things. That, but he talks on relationship and the battling of success and overcoming those different obstacles. The album itself plays out like a, another cinematic movie. It was, uh, it is thought provoking. He touches on a lot of different topics. I thoroughly enjoyed the album. Um, great album. But anyway, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend because we was talking about different music and stuff like that. And the conversation was like, what are the songs? that make you want to cry every time. 
<laughs> like, what are the song? What is this song that when you hear, no matter what time of day it is, you're like, "Yep, I'm gonna go cry." <laughs> this is let me. So I was having this conversation. You, you want to you want to know what my number one hitter? And I'm not a crier, but this one gives me a lump in the throat. You ready? Oh my god, what is it? Eric clapped in tears from heaven. Oh, man, oh no. my God, dude. No, no, but you that's, talk about that's a, a hell of a song, though. Bro, Holy you want to talk about emotional. <laughs> that's a great dude, song. Dude, that makes me want to ball in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> tears from heaven. No, he's, he, oh, dude, no, that's a great song. Man, nice. that song, bro, that one hits me in the feels, man. Um, I got I got another one. Um, <sighs> Selena does it for me, Dreaming of You. That's because of the movie. They played the song when, after she died. Cause I'm dreaming. <laughs> yeah, so this this podcast is officially over. <laughs> this guy's over here saying that he cries to Selena Yo, and Eric Clapton. I know, I get. Listen, Yo, I get it. They're great you, songs. You feel it? Yeah, you feel it. Right, I, 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 I never cried for a song. You you had to cry. You cried never. what? Been uh, boys and men into the road? No. Uh, yesterday. <laughs> no. Yesterday. No. Come on, that, there has to be a song it, that hits you in emotional feels. There's songs that right, hit it me. It won't but... make me cry, but it'll give you a lump in the throat. Your allergies will start acting up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Aaliyah makes me cry because they played that song, Missy, oh when God. she died. Oh, my God. That's, God. that's yeah. an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dude, never you have to cry on one of these songs, Frankie. Not one. I got a song that make you cry. So, oh. So, because we got deep into this conversation. <laughs> so, one of the songs was um, VH1 used to have this special. Back a long time ago. They discontinued it, and I wish they'd bring it back. It was called Songwriters. And what they did was they would have an artist perform in front of a live audience, and it was like an intimate setting. And what they would do is they'll tell you the story behind the song that they wrote and, like, why they wrote it. And um, so one time this guy, his, he's from Matchbox 20. He, he did a song, and it was a popular pop song called 3 A.M., and I never, I heard the fast version. It was, it was a song. You, you probably heard it. It usually plays at grocery stores. It plays at like, in the background. You just be like, oh yeah, it's, it's like a poppy song. And then, and then, and then, and then, like it plays like that, right? Anyway, <laughs> but listen, listen, I'm dead. yo, I'm dead serious. So he actually spoke, and he says this became a pop hit. But this is actually a very sad song for me. He said I actually dedicated this song to my mother. She was battling cancer, and the point of the song is. At 3 a.m., I would hear her wake up crying in pain and in agony from the song. So, I mean, from, from the cancer that she was going through and the treatment and the chemo. And in the song, I, and I never knew these were the lyrics. So he did an acoustic, <laughs> in the audience, he, he did an acoustic version of this 3 a.m. song. Blew my mind. And when He's I heard about it, to cry now. Damn. <laughs> when he started singing. Your yo, eyes are glossy. Damn. <laughs> yo. You want to talk about yo? It's glossy. Allergies, my allergies acting yeah, okay. up. Okay, allergies acting up. Give yo, guy a tissue. Yo, you play some three AM Matchbox Twenty acoustic, and let me tell you if you don't feel something. Yo, that's his. Yo, you, I, yo, Frank, I will get you to cry. This is a song that made you cry. I'm it's probably thinking. in Spanish. No, you, you cried to Aventura Yodas. <laughs> Yodas. <laughs> Yodas. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. You cried to something, Frankie. Whitney Houston. No, I love Whitney, but no. I know you cried to something Whitney sang. No, what is something that she? You didn't say no. Uh, come on, this has to be a song. Uh, I mean, there's songs that make me upset. Sound it's, of Silence. No. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's a great song. <laughs> 
No, no. Um, this is the song you come on, Frankie. That gets me choked up. That gets you choked up. That makes you go, oh man, that was that one. <laughs> um, man, I, I'm really thinking here because. All right, you got to come back to me one. No, um, there's another one, The Fray. Um, they have a song called Be Still. Uh, no, okay, Oof. if there's one song that gets me. Play that, that at my funeral. <laughs> Be Still, The Fray. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, because that's right, I'm the DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, Probably Curious from Midnight Star. Curious by Midnight Star? How does that go? Is it a... I, yo, I don't sing. I don't sing. I try to set Frankie up. No, no. like, can you give me the melody? Um, No. No. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna look, and it's because it was it was one of my cousin's favorite songs. When you know when he is passed. it a Spanish? No, oh, is it? A Sp- but right. he used to and he used to dance it a lot. You know, back back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Oh man. And it it, it I it's mean, an emotional attachment. It was an emotional attachment. But for bawling and crying, I I don't think really think. All right, even if it don't make you ball, like there has to be like certain songs that like because there's songs that obviously they play. You're gonna get up and dance. Like I'm gonna get grooving. I'm like ooh. Like if I hear some Marvin Gaye, uh, if I hear some uh, you know Maxwell. Uh, no, I, I'm so, gonna get so, up and dance. So there, there are songs that I won't get up to dance because of what yeah. the meaning of the song to like somebody that I know. Yeah, like I, because I, I respect it. Like yeah. um, tender love, tender love, great, yeah, song, great song, great song. Um, somebody that I know lost a child. Oh wow! So every time they play that song, I wouldn't dance. Oh man! I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even do a slow yeah. track. I wouldn't because I respect the song because that that was the song for the. But for me, they, wow. God, that's... So to me, I'm like, I'm like, I, I really do not have a song. Oh man, man, yeah, man. And, and Star Somatics over here, he's trying to get me he's, to come. Yeah, he's clean. like, come clean, man. Yeah, we all know, dude. I went to his house and yeah. we rocked out. We, yeah. uh, yo, he, he, he had, he, he purchased new DJ equipment. Yeah, and he's like, yo, look at that, knock yourself out, man. We rocked out for about a, a good two hours. I, I rock wish it. I, I love it. Oh man, that would have been I a great I session. I would love to be in one of those sessions, oh, man. I, I got tons of hits. But yeah, man. No, I, I was. We was having a, me and my friend was having a good conversation. He brought up a, a few good ones. Um, he brought up obviously Boys to Men. Uh, yesterday that was that was his hitter. Um, yeah, man. Like it, it was. Uh, this is it's some songs out there that that'll take you on the journey, man. That'll get you a little choked up. No, I mean like there's, there's a lot of be a, there's got to be a breakup song that some girl broke your heart. And that song was playing in the background. Dude, I've been Frankie. married for 20-something years. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I don't remember anything before her. Oh, look at you. Dude. Oh, man. I, I, seriously, we've been together 30 years. That is true. You, yeah. So, I mean, like, people, they, we give dating advice. I'm like, I don't even know why they're asking us. <laughs> I know. We're Dude, losing. I was like, I've been married for such a long time. Dating, I know. dating for me is well, you know what getting is? a pot pie and because, we're good. Because you know what it's like on the other side. You know what it's like to go from dating to, to make it. And now you're trying to, like, give perspective saying, hey, this is what you should look for in a partner. And no one knows what they – and honestly, we mean you talked about this before, about the person who's been divorced 30 times and the person who's been in a relationship for a long time. Like, because you've been in a relationship so long, you and your wife have gone through all kinds of challenges to maintain a relationship, which is very admirable. So I think a lot of people feel like they can learn from you because who you and your wife are now is not who you were when you met. But our all, all, and all jokes aside, our character towards each other is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we, like, if if I would have known that it was gonna be like this from day one, yeah, it, it, I, I, nobody would. I wouldn't believe it. Seriously. Yeah, get out. Because we still get along. I mean, yeah, like, there are couples that I see them. They're like, oh, there he comes. Yeah, oh, here she comes. They roll their eyes when they walk into the room. Like, uh, oh god. And, and then you get the oh, that's what you made for dinner. Ugh, I'll think uh, we'll get something to eat. No, we actually still get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's you know, like, key. 
Friday night. You guys we are great friends on top of know, being in a relationship. We hung out Friday night. We had a good time. Yesterday we hung out a little bit. You know, the, the girls, they had parties to go to. And we just really have good times. So we, nice. I don't, I don't see my, my marriage as like what people thought marriage should be. We yeah. actually took marriage and made it what we wanted it to be. Nice. And, I like that. And, and then people turn around and be like, well, how is it that you guys don't argue? There's nothing to argue about. Yeah, you guys have an established understanding with each other. You know, there's things that, you know, like when a situation comes, we, we address it. But we don't beat it to the to the end to to, to hate each other. We yeah. say whatever whatever it is, and we move on. Yeah. But no, I I really I have no. But you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to effectively communicate in a relationship. So, but you guys are able to. You guys make it look easy, which is great. Be- which is it, good it, because it is easy. Yeah, it is easy. It but, is easy when it's the right person. Right. Right. So the key things to a marriage, a friendship, family, simple. Communication. Communication. Booyah. Trust. That's it. You can't trust each other. The communication's not there. You don't deserve to be in the same room together. That's it. Don't disrespect each other. It's an obvious. Booyah. Go All ahead. Right? Drop these gems, Frank. I, I, there's no reason to. You don't, You'd be amazed. You, like... you, don't, you, you shouldn't go to a bar, okay? You shouldn't go to a bar oh, and we you're go. sitting and she's standing. Mm. Yeah, that's, that, that always looks awkward to me. When the guy is sitting down and his woman is standing, yeah. that looks awkward to me. So sit. Yeah. I'll stand. That's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Listen, the manual for, for men, if you want to date and have a long relationship, the, man, the manual is, is very simple. Be a gentleman. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Chivalry's uh, been combated lately. Yeah, well, you know something? That's because yeah. everybody's so confused with everything that's going on in this world. Yeah. But if you what you want in a relationship is what you have to put into it. I totally agree. You have to be able to get along. Don't disrespect yep. each other. And when when times are when times are tough, don't don't close the door. Yeah, and, and embrace the challenge and, and address it and, and communicate. It you, you, People get divorced for the dumbest things. They, I, I think we talked about this. A, a, a yeah, couple's like, getting divorced because they, you know the guy. She said he was cheating on her. Because he was watching a Netflix show. Oh without yeah, her. he was I'm binging like, without me. Binging without, <laughs> so it's like cheating. So you know what he said? Well, if this is cheating, I might as well go cheat. Yeah. Oh god, he took that as a challenge. <laughs> and he did, and they ended up getting divorced. Man, that is. If you're gonna accuse somebody of cheating, but you know what it is? That's the thing. Like, I think when I, I think I don't think women realize the impact that that makes to a, a guy's psyche. When you tell a guy that you suspect him of cheating, that is like one of the greatest insults because he feels that you're not just insinuating something you are insulting who he is as a person so when you start doing that now he's like if this is what you already think of me i want to live up to your expectation (laughs) and that usually has a counter effect to what a woman will really desire i've seen this happen where i had a very a good friend of mine and his you know significant other constantly accused him of doing doing things with and he was friendly with a lot of different women and she always thought that he was with some of these women. And he was like, I have no interest. I have no desire to be with any of these women. Like, I literally only want to be with you. And she just kept getting on him all the time. Like, have these, like, almost jealous fits with him. Like, literally would have arguments with him about it. To the point he got so fed up, he was just like, all right. <laughs> no, and then they had, a like, the complete opposite. And the thing is, he literally was like, I only want to be with her. I don't know why she beats me in the head about this over and over again. Because she's... Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you, and that why. deals with their own why. security. No, because something happened to her in the past, and now she does, she has trust issues. So if you have trust issues, regardless of a man or a female, you man. should not be looking to get into a relationship. Oof, work on you, boo boo. 
work on you. But it's the truth. No, it is. It is. You know, I mean, God, I don't get it. I mean, like, there's one thing about being, you know, like, secure or mm-hmm. overprotective on your relationship because you want it to continue to do what it is, you know, to continue to improve. Like, you know, it's never going to be 100% every day. But, you know, if you give up, yeah. if, if you can only give 80%, give 100% of that 80. Yeah, I like that. You know, that's what you're supposed to do in yeah. a relationship. These people, you know, they they, they, they break up with one person. Mm-hmm. They start dating somebody else because they can't be by themselves. Ooh. So now you're insecure. Yeah. So don't get mad when they don't, because right now you're taking whatever feelings you had with that previous relationship. Bringing and you're bringing it to, it to the next one. Yep. So you're never going to have you that never, trust. You're never resolving those internal conflicts you so have within you. If you. So you're not taking care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself before you can ever think about being with anybody else. And that's why I have a problem with people who are like, oh, I can't, I can't be by myself. You need at least six months. Oof. Yep. Because that's the way you're going to find that's out. when you have Oof. the most growth in you. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, man. I know I know people that, you know, like, they overlapped relationships because they were like, I'm breaking up with this one, but I need somebody there. I need someone to occupy my time yeah, until I like, find the next. Yeah. So you're only hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, they, com- don't complain when you're 60 and you're by yourself. And that's the thing. Even when you are happy with the breakup, mm-hmm. like like even like your friend, like who's getting divorced now. Oh, he's so happy. He's so happy. I would definitely even tell him as a friend and be like, yo, take your time for the next one. Yeah. Don't immediately rush into it because now they're and even though you are happier now that this is over or now that this chapter's ended, you have to now start identifying what went wrong in that relationship that. I felt that I could improve upon, so I won't repeat that again in my next relationship. Bring some sort of closure to whatever there was that hampered that relationship down and find ways how you can make that thing better so that when you go into your next relationship, you don't carry those same, like you said, those same sort of attributes into that relationship and sabotage it before that relationship ever gets started. I like when people say, oh, this relationship is just like the other one. I go, yeah, Duh. You, you didn't try anything different. You're the common denominator. Yeah. <laughs> the person changed. You yeah. didn't. Hey, your underwear changed, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Frankie. I let it. I, what you got for me over there? No, I'm just. I, I, I didn't let you shoot. <laughs> go ahead. It's your, I'm going. I'm passing it to you behind oh, the three. Pass, pass. You're on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't. <laughs> I actually want to talk to you about um it's almost like a finance thing. Oh yeah. We're going there? Well that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I don't know if I because you know like how long we've been recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we, we gotta be careful. We're almost at that time. Yo, last last few podcasts, we've been putting two and a half hours, yeah. two hours. Like I uh, think No, remind me to talk to you about and about the um Black Friday and all that other stuff. Okay, Black Friday. I, I wanna I, I really wanna Power to the in, people. <laughs> go into that. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just, well, they don't call it White Friday, do they? <laughs> I do. That's Christmas. White Christmas, Black Fridays. <laughs> you don't have to show it. Listen, people, it was a pleasure. No, it was a great show, guys. We're going to wrap. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this show up. Look, come on, let's focus. Let's, let's focus. Yeah, I, I lost my focus. No, I do want to talk about that because, you know, it's like, all right, what are we going to talk about? It. How, how would you no. like to dissect that? I'm already off the rails. Like, come on, put me back on the rails, Ricky. <laughs> no, do you do you think it's do you think it's worth spending the money during those days? Oh man, uh, ooh, oh, that's a good topic. Um, all right, so I, I so Black Friday, 
let's talk about what it really is, guys. So Black Friday is usually <laughs> I gotta get the silly juice out of me. I'm still laughing. Um You're about to get punched. I know. <laughs> Black Friday is usually a time, and the reason why we have Black Friday is because many of these uh companies or establishments what they're trying to do is clear inventory for the following year. So everything that they have uh, at that time, and like I said, Black Friday is usually in November. And for those overseas who are listening to us, we celebrate a day called Black Friday where it's a a sales day for all retailers. Where they after dis- Thanksgiving. Yeah, after Thanksgiving, they heavily discount a lot of uh, products. And it's usually like the remaining uh, products that are, they have an inventory that they're trying to get rid of. And that's what it is. So whether it's that's why you always see like they have like two TVs, but they're selling it at 75 percent off. So <clears throat> I would literally used to map out certain things. And I do think that there are certain wins that you can make uh, on Black Friday like deals. Like I do think certain electronics, like if you are new into like if you need something new and you want to get a great deal on something, I would say shop around that time period because Black Friday also leads into Cyber Monday, which is so it goes from Friday, Black Friday. And, it used, and nowadays it's not. It used to be just one day that these sales would go on. Nowadays, these sales go on for all weekend, and then they go into Cyber Monday, which then mm-hmm. goes in for all week. And then Amazon also has a sales period at the same time where they do a lot of selling. So usually, and the thing is, a lot of these companies do this because they're trying to meet their fourth quarter profits. So what they do is they try to sell all this stuff at discounted prices to try to close their books for the end of the year to have a huge revenue surplus. So is it uh, beneficial? It all depends on what you're looking for. Uh, Certain products I do think are terrible buys. I personally don't think it's good to buy a computer um, around Black Friday. No. Because usually the computer that you're going to buy at that discounted price is usually very much outdated. If you're looking for a computer, I would say probably wait till January, February, because they have what they call the computer expo or the electronic expo. No, so the best time to buy a computer. Go ahead. It's April. April? Okay. April. And what is what, what is that one for? Because all that all everything that was at the the, the electronic expo, it, yeah. Right, that starts to come out. Yeah. For the first quarter. Yeah. Of actually comes out in the third quarter, which is July. Got you. So if you need something and you wanted to get it at a reasonable price from that yeah. from that year, April's when you want to get it because it's gonna okay. be discounted. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I would say, okay. Definitely right. look into that span. I would say if you're looking a- into April that and area. May, because yeah. it's finishing school. Yeah. So they wanted perfect. Yeah. The worst time to buy a computer or anything like that is July and August. Mm. Is that going back to school? Yeah, that going back to school sales stuff because they usually that's all lies. It's, it's all lies. They mark it up and then they tell you that it's at a discount. Yeah. No, it's 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 all wrong because yeah. they're just trying. The, the word sale on 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 any product. Yeah. Is it's 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 a gimmick. Yeah, it is. It, it's a gimmick. It's, it's all make it seem like you a. a Give the appearance yeah. of, of uh, making money that you're saving money. No, it's when really you're not. You're no. they mark it up and then they put it at the, the price that it was supposed to be and call tell you it was a sale, <laughs> and this is where it's at. So it's not it's so it's not a good time to buy um, TVs. The best time to buy a TV is probably yeah, I, around the same time around April May. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah. If you're looking for, I would say maybe like the newer TVs, definitely. Right. Um, uh, that's when they do the price drop drastically. Mm-hmm. And then the other, the the smartest thing to do is go straight to the the vendors' websites. Yeah, you'll get a better price going directly to them than you yeah. do when right you right to have, the manufacturer. Yeah, because they everybody has to make money. Yeah. So if you're 
if you're buying a laptop and say for instance it's you a buy it through best buy or some sort yeah. of retailer so, so now they need to make a profit yep so the, the distributor has to make a profit yeah if you go straight to like the manufacturer you get it right there wholesale price very close you can and you can actually call and negotiate with them yeah it's a lot it's it's it's, it's a, a lot. smarter way to do it yeah definitely like when i when i went to buy the phone mm -hmm. i went straight to samson yeah instead of going through the verizon or going through the yeah. carrier you go right to the company themselves mm. and you get the phone phone or whatever electronic piece a wholesale price but yeah so i think it, honestly the biggest deals that i think you could get at black friday or during that period are like uh really undergarments mm -hmm. like if you know like hanes and fruit loom they they have like blockbuster sales around that time like where you could get mad uh undergarments and yeah. mad stuff at heavily discounted prices and the thing is people always gonna need underwear <laughs> Listen, i'm gonna tell you that's why i tell everybody I, I don't i don't care how rich you are yeah I don't care how rich you are. The best place to go buy any of that stuff, yeah, is Walmart, yeah, and Target. Absolutely, Target. Okay, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> but I don't care who you are, whatever, yeah. what your finances are. You want to get a good deal from they'll give you those a, type of t-shirts and stuff like that. That's exactly you where you get a go. huge packet. It'd be yeah. like thirty of them jugs in there. It's, it's, it's worth it. And you'll pay like five dollars. You'll be like, take it. <laughs> so yes, yesterday, my my brother-in-law was here, and we were talking, and we were talking about how the the style has changed where back in the day if you wore champion uh-huh oh back in the day champion used to be like a bum bum stuff but yeah. now, now now it's like now market it's like big thing yeah so i go to him i i agree 100 percent because like levi's back in the day were very very expensive yeah now you can get them at walmart for 20 bucks but you know what's so funny now no it depends so levi is so crafty so levi's like you said, yeah. it used to be they were like the brand for like denim. Yeah. Then they had like a, a wave. I want to say somewhere in the early 2000s, it dipped down. And I think it was they dipped down because the competition, because then it became Lucky Seven Jeans, True Religion, and all these other brands that came out. Ed Hardy jeans, everybody was wearing that for a period of time. And then Levi kind of fell back a little bit. Levi's slowly coming back up again. I saw Levi's at Kohl's one day for like $40. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. What, what are you doing? But you can still there? get them cheaper. Yeah, you can still get them cheaper. Honestly, no, I'm not gonna tell people. I have a I have a certain uh, retailer that makes some of the most comfortable jeans that you'll ever put on in your entire life. All right, tell They're, me. I'll tell you later offline. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. We're not sharing with the people yet. It's gotta stay on the low low. <laughs> no, I again, you know, it's one of those things that where the you it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. You you really you know when it when it comes to buying the stuff that you go go to for the for like the undergarments and stuff yeah. like that, those are the best places to a, go to. And let me tell you, I'll pay some money for some good pair of jeans. Like if the yeah. jeans are good fit, because it's hard to find a good pair of jeans that's not gonna feel like they're crushing you or feel like cardboard on your legs. Like if you get a good pair of denim jeans, it goes a long way, man. When they're comfortable, they got a little bit of spanks in them. <laughs> <laughs> got some stretch in them yeah we should have yeah, stopped this show all right already. we're done let's wrap this up <laughs> yeah you're talking about wearing spanks man seriously <laughs> <laughs> we're done here i think we've been on a solid hour and a half i think oh. we've got 90 minutes unless you want to close out with one more thing before we run out of here you you, you what you want to cook real quick Nah, i think i'm gonna just tell just tell everybody listen man embrace your journey nice that's that's what i got for them I like it, and I'm going to piggyback off that. So, yeah, uh, that's great words of wisdom. We just want – I know these are very precarious times for everybody. I know that uh, we've all been feeling it. 
you know, we don't want to like downplay that this inflation and everything that's going on in the world with the war in Ukraine and everything that's happening. We don't want to downplay and make it seem like that we're not going it going through it as well. We're all going through it. And the message that we kind of want to constantly reiterate to all of you is that embrace this journey. Life is full of highs and it's full of lows, but it, whenever it goes low, there's always a chance for it to come back up again. Um, just continue to press forward. Um, like I said, when I heard Danica Patrick speak, uh, she also has a podcast herself. Uh, she spoke heavily about just moving forward and manifesting what it is that you want out of your life. So if you have aspirations and dreams in your life or a future that you see for yourself, please, by all means, um, keep manifesting it, keep dreaming it, and keep pushing forward. Oh, one last thing, Frankie, I just want to touch on this really quick. It's not going to be long because um, this also came up during a conference as well, and I just kind of want to hit it real quick. So uh, one of the things that was brought up was like people was like, you know, I don't know if I'm saving enough money, you know, because, you know, these volatile times with inflation and everything like that. I don't know if I have enough money. I don't know if I'm doing enough for my retirement. Am I going to be secure? Well, I just want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, a survey was done and it was saying like the the average 401k balance is based on different age groups. So the average 401k balance from for somebody from the age between 45 and 54 and this is the national average of the US is $161,079. That's 45 to 54. I have the 79. So the average 401k balance of 55 to 64 is $232,379. So that's the average for 55 to 64, $232,379. Uh, and the balance, 401k balances of ages 65 and older is $255,151. I'm saying all that to say this. Your retirement is going to vary based on the lifestyle you want to live in your future. If you want to live a life that's filled with travel and seeing the world and so forth, then you will need to save more money. Uh, if you value very simple things and you just want to be able to take care of your family, and you're going to live very like simple life, maybe live out on a farm, grow your own vegetables, whatever it might be, then fund towards that. Um, life is unpredictable and life is uncertain. But just try to focus on what it is that you want out of your life and enjoy the journey that you're on. So, Frankie, that's pretty much all I got to say. Um, We're thank good. You. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for rocking with us. You guys know how to reach us. Feel free to always send your feedback and comments to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. You know how to follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Uh, follow us on Google Cast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Amazon. We're all over. Please support, support the movement. Support the boys. We love you guys. Peace out. Enjoy your day. Frankie. Hey, two step, two step. We grooving. Life, 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 life lessons with idiots.
What are you doing, Frankie? Nothing. You still playing with music? Yeah, why not? Stop hitting buttons. I could though. We're wrapping it up. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby bat bat bat. Oh man, good times, brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, we were long overdue for that, man. Yeah. I don't even know. We hit one ninety uh ninety minutes. Oh nice! Yeah. Yes! We've been hitting like two hours. We've been putting on straight multiverse movies oh, on our God. recordings. <laughs> I think we've been killing people. Too much content. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. Hopefully people enjoy it. I know so. Nah. I, um, any people from Sweden? What up? <laughs> we um might have somebody next week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I gotta, buddy. I got to find out if they're going to come here or... Oh, we're going to interview somebody? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's going to go interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll soon find out. Oh, God. What are we going to talk... What do they do? I'm not telling you. You're not going to tell me to the day of? Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Because I won't. I, I probably won't know to that day. To be honest with you. Oh my God. That's how we're doing it. So there's gonna be absolutely no prep. No prep for that one. Fantastic. Because um, all depends on their schedule. Oh great. But yeah. 